Nothing But the Words, episode number 25, How to End Your Book. Welcome to Nothing But the Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But the Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. And I don't know about you, but at this point in time, as I'm recording this episode in June of 2020, I have pretty much gone back to not watching the news. I still listen to NPR when I get a chance. I read news articles, but watching the news was not only wearing me out, it was draining me of my creativity. It was taking up so much of my mental bandwidth that I just did not have enough creativity left to do all the writing I wanted to do. We are still in the middle of a pandemic and many people are choosing to pretend that we're not. We're still dealing with political and diplomatic incompetence at the highest levels of our government. We're still calling out for justice for so many people who've lost their freedom, their lives or both. And I don't see how anyone can continue to take it all in, all day, every day and still have the mental space left to write. Nonstop news, I believe, is bad for your creativity at even the best of times. And right now, it is just a creativity killer. So if you're struggling to write, and maybe you're not, and if you're not, I applaud you, good for you. But if you are, I suggest you take a few days to just minimize your consumption of the news. I don't want anyone to be irresponsible. Watch what you think you need to watch, but give yourself a break. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk about book endings. I don't think I've actually recorded a podcast episode yet on book beginnings or how to open your book. But what I've noticed recently is that most new writers have a much harder time with endings than they do with beginnings. In the self-publishing world, I see a lot of books that say what they have to say and then just drop off. There's no conclusion. There's no wrap up. There's no sense of closure. It's just, I said what I said and it's done. Now, if your reader has committed hours to read through your whole book, I would argue that you owe her a decent sign off, her or him, a decent sign off. And even if you don't think that way, remember that your book is, your reader has read through this whole book, but the ending is going to leave the very last impression that the reader has. So you want to make that a positive one. You don't want to leave your reader wondering, is that it? Is that all there is? Make it clear that this is the ending. Put a bow on it. So let me give you some really effective ways to end a nonfiction book. Fortunately, these are super easy. They don't require you to invest a lot of additional time. So let's start with a memoir. Throughout your memoir, your main character, and that is you, should have been pursuing a goal of some sort. Your memoir ends then when you either achieve the goal or it becomes clear that that's just not going to happen. In a memoir, you might be pursuing an internal goal like acceptance or self-confidence or faith or an external goal like a chance to meet your long lost father, building a successful business, um, your moment in the spotlight. In the best stories, we get to see both goals and they are inextricably tied to each other. So for example, a young man wants to meet his long lost father so he can feel acceptance. A young woman wants to have the confidence to start her business, or maybe a talented actor wants to make it on Broadway so he can prove to someone, including himself, that he's worthy. 
Whatever the goal is, if you achieve it, the story is over. (laughs) If it becomes clear that you're not going to achieve it, if you pack it up and leave New York and sell your dance shoes at the local pawn shop because you've given up on Broadway, that's still the end of this particular story. It doesn't mean it's the end of your life story, just this particular story that you are writing. So if you're writing a memoir, your memoir is coming to an end when you've either achieved your goal or you have decided that goal is not going to be achieved. That being said, you do still have room to tie up loose ends. You don't have to say, and I sold my dance shoes and that's it. You might, but you might also take a few paragraphs or pages to answer any questions lingering in your reader's minds. So if in chapter three, you had a huge fight with your mother before you moved to New York and you all didn't speak for the rest of the book, the reader might want to know, <laughs> did, did you actually ever reconcile with your mother? Did the dog that ran away ever come home? Did your really mean boss ever get what she deserved? Close those loops for your readers. Open loops will leave your reader feeling dissatisfied, even if they can't quite put their finger on why. So you don't want to leave your reader wondering. Just answer those questions so your reader will walk away feeling like they've heard a complete story and they feel really satisfied. No matter what type of nonfiction book you are writing, your last chapter should somehow emphasize or restate the main message of your book. Now, in a memoir, you're not necessarily teaching people how to do something, but you are sharing your insights and you're sharing your life lessons, right? So there's an underlying message, a theme to it all. Share that message directly or indirectly at the end of your book with your words or with the scene you create in the last chapter. Leave them with the message you want them to take away from your book. Now, in a how-to book, of course, you are giving instruction on how to do something. And once you've shared all the steps, the book is over, but you can still wrap it up nicely. You can wrap up your how-to book with a summary of what you've shared by reiterating the steps in a succinct way and by reiterating your main message of the book. Now, if you have done your pre-writing work, all the things I talk about in the first few episodes of this podcast, You've already honed in on the message that you want to leave your readers with. In the case of a how-to book, it's probably something along the lines of, hey guys, you can do it, and here are the benefits you'll get when you do. You can leave your readers with some encouragement. With a how-to book, you can also leave them with a call to action. You can invite them or challenge them or push them to get done whatever you have taught them to do. If you're writing a subject matter expert book, You can end your book in many of the same ways. So if you're an expert on a topic, you could probably go on endlessly writing and talking about it, right? But once you've covered the material in your outline, your book is done. Let me give you an example. If you're writing about a historical event, then you have to choose what the ending of that event is. So say, for example, I'm writing a book about colonization in the Americas. It may sound obvious to say I need to have an ending to my book, but the repercussions of colonization have gone on for centuries. So I could really write up to yesterday or today and still be writing about the same topic. Probably don't want to do that in one book, so unless that's what the book is really about. So you have to decide before you start writing where you're going to end the book. What is going to be the closing point for your book that will drive home the message that you want to share with your readers? And then with a a subject matter expert book, you could end with a summary of the event. You could end with a restating of what this 
event means to the reader, why it's important, what it means to the world or to a particular community. Leave your readers with a message about the significance of the event, even if it's not a historical event. Let's say you're writing about a topic like the stock market or the state of public education in the United States. Whatever your topic is, you can still end your book with a summary of your big idea and a reminder of why this topic matters. You might want to also end a subject matter book with a call to action, but that isn't always necessary. It's not always necessary when you're telling a story or delivering an information. It just depends on who your reader is and what you want your reader to do next. So here's what you need to remember. Decide how you will end your book while you're creating your outline. This will save you from a lot of lost wandering and writing and trying to figure out the end. And you can always change it. If you start writing your book and decide that wasn't the appropriate ending, you can change it. But if you do the work for your outline upfront, the writing will be much easier and bringing your book to a close will be much easier. A memoir ends when the main character, and that's you, achieves her or his main goal, or it becomes clear that that goal is never going to be achieved. It's not going to happen. It could be that you just change your mind. There could be something significant that happens in your life and you change your mind. Or it could be that it becomes impossible for some other reason. Remember also to close any open loops by answering the questions that you have left in your readers' minds. You don't want them wondering what happened to XYZ person who was in your life or what happened to XYZ situation that you brought up and never resolved. Resolve all of those things so your readers can walk away satisfied. And your how-to book ends when you're done giving the instructions, but you can wrap it up by summarizing what you shared, restating the main message, usually something along the lines of you can do this, and having a call to action for your how-to book. That can be as simple as inviting your readers to take the first or next step in whatever process you've shared. Remember also, it's important to get really clear about the ending of your subject matter expert book when you write your outline, because you could probably go on forever about your topic. Wrap it up with a reminder to your readers about why this subject matters to them in the grand scheme of things. And I can't stress enough how much easier your writing life will be if you figure out your ending before you begin writing. Take the time to get clear on how you're going to end your book and leave your readers satisfied and hopefully looking for more from you, whether that's to work with you in some way, to come and see you speak, to buy more books from you, to buy your products, whatever the case may be. I, I want to quickly share with you a couple of examples uh, from my clients. One wrote a hybrid memoir and personal development book, and it is about, I don't know, 20 some chapters. And her final chapter, though, is actually a call to put into practice all of the tools that she shared in the book. So she's given them a couple of hundred pages. She's given her readers a couple of hundred pages of her life story along with the insights and lessons that she extracted from her experience. And then she's ended the book with a chapter on how to actually take action, a very short chapter on how to take action and start implementing it. Another client who wrote a book that is not a memoir at all, it's a subject matter expert book and a little bit of personal development as well. She ended her book with a call to action as well. And she called people to actually just begin their journey begin the journey of applying the things that she taught in the book. So those are a couple of examples of how you can bring your book to a close and really leave your readers feeling satisfied, like they got their money's worth, like you really are the expert or the author that they wanted to hear from. 
That's all for today, my friends. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews make a huge difference in helping new listeners find us. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.